0: Welcome to My Chaotic Closet. I'm your host, Michelle, and today we're going to talk about Poshmark and really just Poshmark. I have a specific topic in mind, so stay tuned. Hey guys, hope you're doing well. I am a little sad because my mom is gone. We really wanted to record a podcast together, and I'm sad that didn't happen. We just literally ran out of time, and it sucks. Because I would have loved to do an episode with her. So I'm going to have to make her come visit me again soon. (laughs) So we can do that. I'm going to go ahead and start planning that now. (laughs) um, Because I need her. And I need more help. And we didn't get to do anything with my Poshmark. So yeah. Already planning that visit. But anyway. On to the topic for today. I'm going to talk about how I would do things differently. If I was to start over again knowing what I know. And... Honestly, I would do so much differently. I know some people are like, I wouldn't change a thing like when it comes to stuff like this. But no, I would change everything. Literally everything. (laughs) And like sometimes I kind of daydream about this. Like, oh, I wish I was just starting over again. I wish I had no inventory. I didn't have to worry about clearing anything out. Just like no unlisted inventory. Not really no inventory. No unlisted inventory. That's what I daydream about. Like where would I be? What would I do? How much different would it be? Sometimes I even think about starting a second Poshmark closet just so I can do that. Like, start over again. (laughs) Like, have a second closet. But um, you have to get Poshmark's approval and all this and all that. So here we are, not starting over. But we're going to talk about what I do differently. And I'm hoping that this will be informative. And for anybody who is trying to resell, start a Poshmark, Start selling some of their personal stuff. I hope that this really, really helps. So yeah, let's just get into it. So the first thing that comes to mind on what I would do differently is definitely list absolutely everything. I would start by going through my house, gathering absolutely everything that I don't need anymore, all the clutter around my house and I would just list all that like list until my heart was content get it all listed get it out of the house put it somewhere else put it in a specific specific room and yeah just get it all listed if you miss it like what's the harm you can either not go through with the sale or pull the sale like just list everything in your house don't spend any money just photograph and list i would also download photo room right away I wouldn't wait to do that. And I probably would, depending on how much I was listing, I would probably just go ahead and pay for the yearly subscription to that. Not sponsored. But it's just so much easier and everything looks so much more clean. And you can use it for free, but it's very time consuming. And the, fr- or the paid for version is so much quicker. So I think I would do that. But also... Also, if I didn't want to pay for that app, I would just do flat lays on everything. I would get like a rug or a nice background and just flat lay everything because I think that it's an easy way to sell stuff as well. Sometimes it doesn't, some items probably shouldn't be flat laid, but if I couldn't or didn't want to pay for that app, yeah, just flat lay everything and have a nice clean background. Even if you just go to the Dollar Tree and like get some, Cardstock, or maybe I don't know where else you could go get a nice clean white background that could work too just yeah flat lay it all (laughs) but yeah start with all the free stuff maybe even I might even like go onto marketplace and or like any of those groups where they give away stuff for free and get some free inventory before I start investing my money in this business absolutely I don't think it's a bad idea at all But I would also be picky with what I listed. I would not be listing crap. I don't believe in listing crap. I think it's a waste of time. You're literally wasting your time if you're listing something with like eight flaws on it. Like, don't bother. Just throw it away. Put it in a donation. Whatever. I would be picky about what I listed, but I would be also trying to get stuff for free and listing stuff I already had. I think that that is just a great way to get started. A great way to get practice A great way to make money without spending money, all around just great. The next thing I would do was not pay up for anything. I would absolutely not pay up for anything. I don't think I'd pay more than $5 for an item. I just don't think it's worth it when you're first starting out. And I think it's really easy to get excited about items and excited about brands and think that you're going to make such a great profit. Once you have a few sales under your belt, it's really easy to get a little cocky and be wrong, honestly. Like, think you're going to be able to make more money off of something than you are. Like, start with the cheapest inventory possible. I would go to the bins. I would list absolutely everything I owned, see if any friends or family had stuff that you're planning on donating, see if any of my neighbors have stuff they're trying to get rid of. I wouldn't, like, go door to door or anything, but, you know, just checking, like, next door or marketplace and just see like people get rid of the craziest stuff for free it's absolutely wild sometimes you have to be kind of quick on it but yeah I would try to get some free inventory just for more practice and get that all listed you don't have to necessarily get that sold but get some of it sold but figure out how you're gonna price stuff kind of gauge how your pricing is by if stuff is selling I would also do I would also give myself like a um a class on Poshmark by going onto YouTube and like watching videos or listening to a podcast like this and learning about sharing and all the ins and outs of Poshmark. Because if you're just getting started, you don't know that you need to share. Like, it's not obvious. Like, you, there's a little share this item thing, but like, I, I had no idea. I sold like, I don't know, 10 or 12 things before I even knew what sharing was. I had zero shares. I just sold things out of pure luck because they were priced okay. <laughs> Like, no joke. Um, Sharing is everything on Poshmark, so I would get educated in that, make sure I was sharing. I would not purchase Posh or VA right away. I would not. I don't think it's worth it at the very beginning. So I would just be self-sharing myself. Self-sharing myself. Self-sharing. I would share, like, in the morning, uh, a couple times throughout the day if I can, and then again before bed. I would know not to waste my time with the parties, because I wasted some time with parties. I... I would make sure I did my hack for community shares. We'll get into that sometime. Feel free to DM me if you want to know it. There is a hack. So basically, I'd have to show you a video for you to completely understand. I can't explain it in a podcast or else I would. So DM me if that's something you really want to know. Uh, Poshmark requires you to get a certain amount of community shares before you get to like level up and be an ambassador one and then ambassador two. And it is by no means easy. The hack makes it a little bit easier. (laughs) So yeah, I would do the hack. (laughs) Also came up with the hack myself. Of course, I've seen somebody else do it like in a YouTube video too. So I'm sure I'm not the only one who does this hack. And there's probably more hacks. Anywho, moving on. The next biggest thing, most important thing, thing I wish I could go back so hard and do. Like, ooh, it irks me so much. I wish I could make myself list absolutely everything before I get more stuff like I go to the bins prep everything whatever it is go through it make sure stuff you want list it all put it all away and then go get more like honestly not hard most people do that but not me and I know other people struggle with this too I'm not the only one who doesn't list everything right away but the death piles get insane you guys It's okay to have a couple items that are sitting there that haven't been listed. But when you let them accumulate, it takes over your house. It takes over your mind. It gives you anxiety. It stresses you out. And then there's a stress of like, do I just get rid of it all? Like, oh my gosh, the time and money I've invested into this. I cannot do this. But I also cannot list everything. You just, you have to do it, you guys. Be better than me. List it all. Do one store at a time, get it listed, go back out, get more, get it listed, go back out and put it away, put it away. Have a great, let's get into our next topic. Okay. So the next thing I would do was have an amazing inventory system from the start. This is so crucial. You guys, I can't tell you how many sales I've missed out on because (laughs) I couldn't find the item. I'm not going to say it's like a ton, but it's a good amount. It's a sad amount. It makes me really sad. Uh, I try really hard to be able to find the item, but like how great would it be to just be able to find every item because you have this amazing inventory system, which a lot of people do. Like I'm so jealous of those people and I'm trying so hard to get to that place. And I honestly thought I would be in that place by now, but we are not there yet. We are much closer, much, much closer I'm telling you, since I started out, like, I barely ever have to cancel a sale now because I don't didn't find an item. Except for recently, I did have to on Marketplace because there was a dress I listed on there that hadn't sold on there. It had been up for, like, two years. and I So I pulled it out of my closet. And I'm like, I'm going to go ahead and list this on Poshmark. And I put it in with my inventory. And then somebody wanted to buy it because <laughs> that's how life goes. And now I can't find it. So, yes, completely just dedicate yourself to making a perfect inventory system that works for you it doesn't have to be like everybody else's you don't have to do stickers honestly I like my inventory system I completely love it but I don't utilize it all the way like if I was to follow it and put everything where it's supposed to go holy crap I'd be doing great because I understand my inventory system what I do for my inventory is I don't like number every single item I just have bins And the bins aren't too large. I have, like, regular size storage totes, or I have filing boxes. I think that's pretty much all I use. Or laundry baskets. Yeah, I use those, too. And so they're all, for the most part, open. And everything has, like, a certain bin it's in. So I don't have to go through and label each item. I just see what bin it's in and go find it. And, like, it's honestly worked out great for me. I think it's such a time-saver to not label each item. And it works really well for me. But... It's a matter of getting all those items into the inventory. Sometimes I'll, like, just forget to even put it in inventory. I don't even know how it happens half the time. So that is something I would completely make sure I dedicated so much time to is making a flawless inventory system and putting everything into it once it's listed. I would also, I guess, look more into brands like... Lucky brand comes to mind, thinking that that's a good brand to pick up, and it's really not. Like, it can sell, but for the most part, probably should stay away from it. So I think I would do a little bit more research on brands and try to realize that there's certain brands I probably shouldn't pick up even at the bins. I would be much more selective with what I picked up at the bins, and I would go, I would look over it meticulously, so my pile of stuff that I end up having to just donate or get rid of was teeny tiny, like, I make a lot of mistakes when it comes to looking over items for flaws and stains and stuff like that. And yeah, I would definitely be much more meticulous about what I picked up. The condition, the brand, the resell on it. I think that's all very important. I would also not pick up any items that I'm going to have to do any sort of repair on. Maybe like there might be a couple of exceptions, like if it's a extremely expensive item and an easy repair sure but like I'd have like a rule for myself like if we don't get this item repaired and up within a week get rid of it it's just not worth it like having this pile of stuff that has a little hole in it that you're gonna repair yourself or like a ripped seam or a stain a big stain that didn't just come right out with a baby wipe I wouldn't even pick those up it's missing a button like with the exception of this being like a 200 plus dollar value item. Don't waste your freaking time. Leave it behind. You're not a repair person. That is not what we're doing here. I would absolutely not try to repair items and all that. Like, stain treating, sure. Like, if you have to stain treat it, like, once or twice, sure, that's not a big deal. But, like, if it's, like, the set-in stain that from hell that, like, you've washed four or five times and, like, you're still stain treating it, like, just toss it. Who cares? Like... You shouldn't have paid up for that item anyway, and your time is money. You're wasting your time. So that's something I would definitely keep in mind is items should be close to flawless when you pick them up and easily listed. Honestly, completely flawless is ideal. Laundered and completely flawless is honestly ideal and actually possible at the bins. A lot of items are freshly laundered at the bins, but a lot aren't as well. And you can really just tell by the feel, obviously the smell as well, but like they feel grimy. Some of them feel grimy and other ones it's like, wow, this is amazing. And I mean, I would still probably wash the items, but at least you know, like this item is in great condition. I'm going to be able to list it right away, (laughs) like no stains, just carefully look over everything. Like check the hems, check the seams, check the crotch, do a, do a quick sweep over the whole item, maybe even turn it inside out. Honestly, that'd be smart because I've had so many items where it was like an issue with the, the hem, not the hem, I'm sorry, the lining. So yeah, flip it inside out, check everything, especially dresses, and you will be so much better off. Wow, you guys, like, I'm going to move on to a totally different topic because I feel like I've kind of worn out what I would do in terms of if I was to start over. I wouldn't really source any differently. Just, I or not the the places. I would source with more of a budget in mind and definitely not pay up for items, but I would not change where I source. So I feel like that that's pretty much it for what I would do. But I did want to talk about how, like, Sometimes every once in a while I'll listen to my episodes. Like I'll play them back, not usually the full thing, but just like a little bit to see how the sound quality is and stuff. And sometimes it's just so cringy. It's like, oh my gosh, Michelle, you're talking too fast. The sound quality's not great, or you're like kind of like saying words wrong. I don't know how to describe it because I do mind kind of. I don't have a script. Basically, that's it. I don't have a script. I'm super busy. I'm moving quickly. Like, I'm just kind of like, go, 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 go. Well, I just listened to another podcast that I was trying to find some other ones about Poshmark so I could listen to something while I'm listing. And I came across this one. I will not say the name of it. Probably not a big podcaster anyway, but it doesn't matter. But her whole podcast is so scripted and she is talking like this. I will teach you how to, s- I'm like, oh my God. I listened to it like for maybe 30 seconds and I had to turn it off. So I don't know. I'm like, gl- I used to think, oh, should I have a script? Should I have a script? And I'm glad I don't. Like sometimes I'll do like key points on in my notes app or on a piece of paper just so I can make sure I hit certain points. But for the most part, I just kind of do it. <laughs> I don't even know why I'm talking about this. Just to say like, Don't be too scripted with your podcast. It does not sound good. It sounds so awkward. Like, find yourself a happy balance between being, like, unscripted and also maybe having some key points that you want to hit. Like, just don't do that. Do not do that. That does not sound good at all. Like, wow. (laughs) And it's not any of the bigger podcasters or, like, bigger reselling podcasters I listened to. This was a brand new one I had never heard before. But yes, we are busy, 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 busy this morning. Oh my gosh, I woke up to literally like three offers and two straight up sales. So we are busy. I'm going to be packaging stuff up in a little bit. I'm listing more right now. I have a goal to get to 1,000 listings by Sunday. And right now we are only at 768 active listings. So... It's a steep goal, you guys. It means I'm going to have to list about 300 items to take into account for what's going to sell between now and Sunday. So, fingers crossed for me. Wish me luck. Let's power through. Let's do this. Get to listing, guys. Guys, I'm happy to say I broke 800 listings. I'm at 801 now. 801 active listings. Um, Seeing as it's now Saturday, I'm going to go ahead and say we're probably not going to meet that goal of 1,000 listings. That's okay, though. I had plenty of sales yesterday. I sold a lot, so I would have been closer to probably like $8.50 at this point if I hadn't sold anything, so we're just happy that we sold stuff. I sold an Alice and Olivia dress, um, an Urban Outfitters dress romper thing. So cute. Uh, what else did I sell? Gosh, 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 I'm trying to do this off of memory now. Oh, I sold um, a scoop hat that I had that was super, super cute. Kind of sad about that because I kind of wanted to keep it for myself, but I like never wore it. So it's all good. Just a lot of stuff. I had a lot of sales the last few days. It's been a great weekend. I did get my taxes done, praying I did them right. And yeah, it's been a really great weekend. I got a lot done, even though I did not meet my goal. I am still pumping away today, though. So maybe we'll get to like 850 and then 1000 by next weekend. That sounds like an okay thing to me. Um, <laughs> it, it does kind of suck, though, because I have had a lot of sales, but I know I'd have even more if I had more listings. So I'm just trying to keep that in mind, like power through these listings. So yeah, I'm super, super excited. Oh, let me tell you guys something else. I don't think my sister listens to my podcast, so it's okay. But anyway, two, I got like, okay, so she at her store has... Been collecting some donations to like people that just don't want to pick up their stuff that didn't sell. And she just let me take them because I told her I'd look through them and then donate them. And yeah, so I got to take some of her uh, no thank you items or donations from other people. And two are like actually kind of maybe worth something. I don't know. People had them listed at higher prices than I expected. So I listed them. It's a Harajuku messenger bag and then a pair of army they're actual vintage army fatigues so I'm super excited (laughs) cross your fingers for me that those sell because that would be cool to like sell a free item I don't get very many free items so I'm excited about that anyway I will talk to you guys next Monday this Monday (laughs) thanks for listening bye forget to subscribe to the podcast and rate this episode five stars please also follow us on instagram at my closet podcast thanks guys